When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. A very good morning to you, Brecky, here on SEN Monday, the 29th of January, and I'm with Michael Karianis. It is Trent Copeland and Michael Karianis with you this morning, and good morning. SEN 11.70am here in Sydney as we're filling in the chairs for Vossie and Brandy. First hour, we've got those of you listening on SENQ, 6.93am in Brizzy. Patton Hills will be along from 6am Queensland time. And a good morning to you if you're listening anywhere else across the SEN network or on the app. Uh, what about yesterday? Can we talk about last night, MC? My goodness, my head is still spinning. I don't know what happened yesterday, but the world just went crazy. There was upsets everywhere. There was comebacks. Yannick Sinner, oh my goodness, coming back from two sets down to defeat Danny Medvedev at the Australian Open, and let's take a listen firstly to match point. He made the first serve. Medvedev goes backhand cross-court. Sinner backhand cross-court. Medvedev backhand cross-court. Up the line by Sinner. Cross-court forehand, Medvedev. Up the line by Sinner! And it finishes in style off his forehand. That has been the absolute devastating wing in this tournament. At full stretch, Yannick Sinner... It's the most appropriate shot to make him a Grand Slam champion. Three hours and 44 minutes, a 22-year-old from Northern Italy has done an incredible job to get back into this match and go on and actually win the whole thing. Absolutely incredible, MC, and we'll dive into the full ramifications. The If you had just fallen asleep at two sets to love up for Medvedev, you would have thought, what on earth have I just listened to? We will unpack it all. We'll have SEN's tennis expert, Brett Phillips, on the line. We'll have the Daily Telly's cricket writer, Ben Horn, to divulge and talk us through what on earth happened at the Gabba yesterday, the West Indies beating Australia on home soil for the first time since 1997. And the Socceroos advancing to the quarterfinals of the Asian Cup. And we're going to bring you some audio of Alan Border, who was talking very openly and frankly and emotionally uh, about his Parkinson's diagnosis uh, over the weekend. So 
I mean, MC, my goodness, where do we start with all of this? But uh, good morning. Hope you're well. I'm well, Coates. I'm well. Good morning. Yeah, what a huge 24 hours in, in sport across a, a range of sports. You mentioned the tennis, the cricket, the soccer. There was a lot going on, but a lot going on for you too, mate. How is uh, the hotel room in, in Bris Vegas? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm still in Brisbane. After yesterday, we were at the Gabba watching one of the most remarkable... It could be one of the greatest upsets in Test Match Cricket history in Australia. Mm. That, that yesterday was... I mean, let me set the scene for you, MC. When I woke up, my hotel room, looking out the window in the CBD of Brisbane, it was grim. There was cyclone warnings... We're looking at, leading into the week, we're looking at two full days of just complete washouts. Mm. And the forecast yesterday was really bad. So waking up thinking we might not even get any play in. Then we add on top of that, that there was a kid named Shamar Joseph who was at hospital the night before with potential broken toe from Mitchell Stark and a Yorker. And the likelihood that he would even bowl in the match yesterday was very slim. We turn up to the ground, Ian Bishop had word that it was unlikely that he would take part in the day. He said himself, I turned up to the ground in a baseball cap. I wasn't expecting to bowl. And then we get one of the all-time unbelievable finishes to a test match. It was still right now hard for me to grasp the significance of the moment, but what we saw was ex-West Indian greats like... Ian Bishop, Brian Lara, Carl Hooper at venue in tears talking about the significance back to the Caribbean. And let's not forget, this guy, Shamar Joseph, player of the series, he debuted a week ago, Mm. takes a wicket on his first ball in test cricket, takes five for in that match. Now he takes seven for, I mean, you can't, two years ago, he wasn't even playing cricket. Wasn't even playing organized cricket from a remote village named Barakara in Guyana to now the story of the test world. And I mean, the Caribbean would have been dancing their way all through the night last night and rightly so. What did you make of it, MC? Yeah, it, it was an amazing um, turn of, of events because you always thought uh, until late in the piece that Australia would probably just get it done, particularly with Steve Smith at the crease. And then, you know, when Cam Green got out, he, he looked decent yesterday for the first time this series. And then um, the floodgates just opened King Pear for, for Travis Head. Um, Mitch Mitch uh, Mitch Marsh played a few shots, got out. But even still, I still thought, okay, they'll still get the job done here. And then, as you mentioned, Joseph, just bringing the game, bringing life um, to a, a series, you know, three months ago, we are saying how dull this summer was going to be. Pakistan aimed up a little bit and, and made it competitive and, um, the West Indies took advantage of an Australian side who looked tired, um, looked a, a little bit out of touch. And, you know, as good as a feel-good story is for this West Indies, I think we, we um, because we have a soft spot for them and, and you know, there's it, it is a good story to see them um, develop in, into potentially a, a test-playing nation, a significant test-playing nation again, I think, you know, we, we can't forget or play down how poor that Australian batting lineup was this series. Really, really poor. Um, really, really bad performance from some key players. Um, and, you know, there are some massive question marks heading into that New Zealand series because if they bat like that, they're going to get walloped. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Playing away from home 
in New Zealand is very tough. Uh, we saw an, another incredible test match over in mm. India last night, which we'll also get into. But the Edgewater Homes text line 0457736736. Tell us what you think. Was it one of the greatest te- test matches that you've seen? Uh, and what did you love about particularly Shamar Joseph? But Steve Smith, is he there to stay at the top of the order? He carried his bat, almost got Australia over the line. It would have been a heroic effort if he could do it. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the open line. Get in touch with us. There's so much to talk about this morning. Uh, MC, did you watch the tennis? Uh, I'm interested because I was, I mean, I was cricket, then watching the India stuff, but also rushed to then yes. go and see last night in Brisbane, lucky enough with one of our head producers at seven, Joel Stasevich, to go along and see Tom Brady mm. talking live in the flesh uh, with quite a lot of the Broncos boys. Reese Walsh was there. Um, you know, Pat Carrigan and, and a few of those. So we'll talk about that as well. Yeah, I'm going to hammer you on that. I think after that. after seven, because I'm so intrigued um, by the, the turn of events there and um, you know, one of the greatest sportsmen of all time um, in the audience yesterday. So I'm intrigued by that. I didn't catch a lot of the tennis because I was coming back from Newcastle. Um, family, uh, my in-laws live there. So I didn't get back home to about 11. So I'm on probably not as little sleep as you, but also not pumping through it at the moment. So might be definitely a nap at some stage today. Yeah, there's a lot to consume yesterday, but the tennis, if you missed it or you went to bed when it was 6-3, 6-3 to Medvedev in the first two sets, Yannick Sinner turned it around and then wins the next three sets, 6-4, 6-4, 6-3. And as you heard on SEN uh, last night, it, it was magic. The guy is, when he beats Djokovic, you're thinking to yourself, is this the moment where, you know, the, the Roger Federer breakthrough at Wimbledon? Is it the, you know, the moment in his life where he becomes the next version of the Federer, Nadal, Djokovic? And are we looking at a guy that could potentially do this for the next 10 years, 15 years, and win multiple Grand Slams? It was magic. And... The Australian Open final, MC, the women's final was a little bit of a non-event because Sabalenka was just way, way too good. Mm. And she's she's unbelievable, by the way. Uh, I, I've so enjoyed her content, uh, her ability to be authentic. Um, and we don't see it enough in professional sport, in my opinion. But Sina last night, uh, it's, it's one of those things where you see the result unfolding and you're like, no way. Yeah. They, they, he can't do this. Yeah, it, and then when it comes to fruition, it's an absolute epic. Um, you know, and particularly the comeback element. Everyone's written off the fact that the West Indies could beat Australia. Yeah. Everyone's written off after a huge first innings deficit in India that England could possibly win that match. Ollie Pope gets 196 and all of a sudden they're in the game. A debutante takes seven for. And then last night, we get Yannick Sinner uh, coming back from two sets to love down to win. So we're thinking, tell us your greatest comebacks in sport. MC, without notice, does anything come to mind? Uh, we're one three hundred oh one eleven seventy and 0457-736-736, the text line. The best comebacks you've witnessed in sport. MC, what do you think? I think one of the ones that, that spring to mind is... Um... Newcastle of 97, just because of what the whole town or the whole region went through in, in, in 97, you know, loss of jobs, 
you know, the middle of the Super League war, um, all these sort of things where, you know, they were on their knees, the Newcastle Knights, they were, you know, potentially about to get ripped apart by Super League and then come out and, and, and beat the all-conquering Manly side in, in an epic grand final. So that's one that, that stands out for me there. Copes, what about you? Yeah, it was one of those ones where, I mean, firstly, yesterday was just one of those ones where I was like, no, 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 this can't happen. Yeah, it can't. Yeah. The first week it happens. And I mean, at the time where Steve Smith and Cameron Green are batting together to start the day, Shamar Joseph not on the field at that point. It was a really clinical partnership. And I was thinking to myself, there's just no way. It's It can't possibly happen. Mm. And then the wicket falls off the back elbow of Cameron Green. You're getting into the stage where you're like, oh, wow, they're a chance here. Then about three wickets in 10 minutes and Shamar Joseph has turned the game on its head. We've got an early caller in MC. We're going to go to Andrew from Brizzy. Who's up. Oh, I'm in Brizzy now. It's at 5.15am. Good morning to you, Andrew. What a game of cricket we saw yesterday. Yeah, good, wasn't it? It was really good to see the windies get up and really also good to see yeah, absolutely, mate. It's, it was Steve Smith is an interesting one, Andrew. I, do you think it, this innings yesterday is enough for people to get off the back and just say, okay, he's still great. You know, he can open the batting and still be successful at the top level. Well, what more has he got to do? I mean, who else was opening that well apart from Osborne? No one else really showed up in both innings. I mean. What more has he got to do? He's opening, it's the hardest position you can take. You're not going to get every inning straight, are you? And that's been proven by pretty much every opening batsman that's ever played the game. Yeah, absolutely, Andrew. Thanks for your call this morning. And uh, we're with you in here. Absolutely. It was an amazing day of cricket. Steve Smith was outstanding. But the story of the day, Shamar Joseph taking seven wickets, player of the series, Sprinting off the field, MC, to his, you know, after that wicket. Did you see that moment? I, I did. Yeah, I was. I was out having dinner last night at at a pub, and the game was pretty far away. But I positioned myself where I could watch it, and all I could see was the West Indian players racing. And I said to the people, "Well, obviously, Australia's lost here." And then, um, <laughs> but that that was the moment. It it, it was amazing um, for for the West Indian players and um you know considering you know how down in the dumps they were how you know all the talks around such a second string third string lineup um but a bit yeah. of change of tact here copes i like to get a little bit okay. weird okay. and uh wonderful <laughs> and i like to probe uh, a little bit valentine's day well, it's around the corner it's not too far away now you've been married yes. for a little bit to, yes. to kim do you still yep. do you do the valentine's day thing Yes, we do. You do? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, this might be a present. I'm not sure this. Okay. Um, so this is from um, New Jersey um, in, in the US. It's a bit of a weird one, right? So an animal shelter in New Jersey has a novel idea that's a perfect gift for an ex. Obviously, you you guys are together, so you're not going <laughs> to um, go down this, this, this path. But for $50 donation, you can name a feral cat. After an X, <laughs> right? And the thing is, the, the the way they're promoting it is for your $50 donation, um, they will stop the feral cat from being able to breed, okay? And they'll allow you 
to name the cat after an ex. Wow. Is that something that you'd consider? Uh, I mean, no, I don't have that sort of animosity, level of animosity for <laughs> exes, and in particular, it, I'm hoping that that never has uh. to come to fruition. But uh, I'm sure Kim would talk about some horrific uh, presents that yes. I've come up with over the years. Yes. No What's, uh, one what? of, well, one of them, uh, our first Christmas together, I thought, let's get Kim out of her comfort zone. Uh, let's go skydiving together. Okay. I was, you know, and it was something that. I really enjoyed doing and didn't have a fear of heights. I knew Kim had a fear of heights. And it was like a push, maybe a push out of a comfort zone. Of course, my wife, legend athlete, uh, played many, many years at the top level. Um, But yeah, that was one of those ones where, you know, when you get the... Have you ever been skydiving? Yeah, yeah, I've done it twice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you get the video back and your cheeks are blowing around everywhere. And I was thinking to myself, once you hit the cruise zone and you've, you know, popped the chute, I thought Kim would be like, oh, wow, how good is this? You know, I've done it. No, it was, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. I'm going to kill him oh, on wow. the video. Throughout the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that was interesting. Tell us, uh, would you like to partake in MC's <laughs> interesting plan to get back at an X? Uh, but as Andrew just did from Brisbane, you can call us on 1300 01 1170. The lines are open. Have a chat with us. Uh, we have a Signet Boost power bank to give away to our best callers today. So give us a buzz and let's have a chat. That open line number, 1300 01 1170. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? Contact Bryden's Lawyers.